welcome back to Mickey Mike's Up. For a header, that's like my dream. <laughs> my mom signed me up for soccer. She signed me up a little bit late, though I wasn't really supposed to play in any games. It's really fun. I love doing this. Hey guys, welcome back to Mickey Mike's Up. Today I have a really fun guest. If you want to introduce yourself real quick and then we'll get into some fun soccer stuff. Hi, I'm Soli Washington. I'm 17 and I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. That's crazy. You're literally younger than me and you're so cool. <laughs> um, so I guess I kind of always start with just like, how did you get into soccer, sports in general? Did you do anything else growing up or was it like soccer was it for you? So I, none of my parents played soccer. So it was like a completely new thing. And then my older sister started when she was super young. So then I started playing soccer just because she was doing it about, I think like three. And then I was doing pretty much soccer and I was like dancing on the side. Like it wasn't anything serious. And then yeah. like when I got to fifth grade is when I was like doing a lot of soccer. So like I had to quit dance. And then from there, it was just soccer. Okay. Yeah, I was kind of, that was kind of, my next question was like, when did you know you wanted to take soccer more seriously? So obviously you said fifth grade was when you started playing, but when was it something where you were like, hmm, like I could do this? It was like, I mean, kind of early on because I played with like a rec Y team from like three to six. And then when I was six, I went up to Concord, which is the club I'm still at now. And I was playing like, I think two years up. So I was, that's when I was kind of like enjoying it more. And I was, like, wanted to take it more seriously than just, like, you know, being with only, like, my friends at, yeah. you know. So, since like, I I say this, like, literally every episode, but I did not play sports growing up. So, I do not know, like, the dynamic of it. So, like, since you played for, like, a club team, like, did you play for, like, your middle school? Like, do you play for high school or is it just, like, your club team situation? I, I didn't play for my middle school when I was in middle school and for my first year of high school I only did track on the side okay so like stay in shape and I was like you know just like iffy with joining like the high school team and then I, when I was halfway into my 10th grade year so last year halfway into that year I decided to play like for the soccer team and I it was so much fun so then I like continued doing that and now I'm doing soccer and like a little bit of track on the side to like just splitting my time that's crazy do you do you guys do soccer in the fall for high school or is it in the spring it's in we do like club in the fall and then okay okay my high school soccer team they it was in the fall and I remember I was not doing too hot in gym class so I went and was like the ball girl my gym teacher gave me extra credit and I was like (laughs) I'm cool with that I was very anti the mile (laughs) we have some people who do that same thing because we have like our managers they also you know sometimes ball girls and they do the same thing and it works like perfectly yeah I was very very anti the mile I was like you are not going to tie me to walk a mile on this track it it is not happening you are not getting that out of me today (laughs) or any day honestly (laughs) yeah they like are pretty harsh with the times and everything like it's like crazy because like some people just aren't as like athletic and they're like expected to be doing like a I lot. know I'm like you want me to walk a mile in how much time <laughs> not today not today 
<laughs> every day I had a different excuse for gym class it was like I forgot my clothes today I can't change for gym or it was like my knee really hurts I'm not do. I can't I'm just gonna sit here like I can time for you yeah. every PE class has one person yeah can do it that was definitely my role in, in <laughs> to sit there and be like oh, good job guys you're doing great hearing from the sidelines um so obviously you are committed to duke woo woo i don't know who the mascot is um blue something blue doubles, okay. yeah. um so what was like your college search process like because obviously you are a junior in high school mm-hmm. so when did you kind of start that i know like it's different for every sport and every person so yeah so we had in in the summer of sophomore year like June 15th is the time where college coaches are allowed to contact you and so because they did that because I think a lot of people were like committing super early and you know they just wanted to give people like time and everything enough to make a decision all of that and so the only thing that was like a little the, the only thing I don't like about that rule is like on that day there's just like so many like texts are just like flooding in so it gets like overwhelmed because it's like you know at first it was more like gradually like when my older sister did it since the role's pretty new my older sister didn't have the June 15th role okay and a lot more gradual for her and then for me it was like nothing at all because I wasn't allowed to talk to them and then all of it at once that's so so that's a lot they should be like here's like a window of time (laughs) like yeah oh gosh like of course you know coaches are you know trying to text early so there were like a few who would text me like at 12 a.m so basically june 14th but like at on the dot at 12 a.m and i was like guys like it was we're like i'm not <laughs> answering that right now i gotta sleep <laughs> it's sweet so it was just really you know it was a lot at once yeah. so the hardest part like of my whole process was june 15th and like planning out all the calls I like I did like a lot more than I should have because I just didn't know how many to yeah. do I didn't like draining they were because I was like in the mindset of like it's just a call like it'll be fine but yeah. it's like a, mentally just like tiring <laughs> like to just be like talking all the time you know to all everyone and so after like that hump and then I went to nationals which was at the end of June and or yeah at the end of June and that was like when I told the coaches like I was like okay I'm gonna like focus on nationals and then after that it was like so much better and I like was able to start you know weaving out which colleges I wanted to go to and which ones I didn't want to go to and then I didn't even I went on a few like official visits and when I was at Duke though I I mean I was just like blown away like I loved it much and like I like didn't know like Duke like I didn't know like Duke was like it for me until you know my official visit like before then I was in between like I think I had like a top five at that time and then when I went I was like a hundred percent for Duke and then so I committed like at the end of my um visit there and then uh, September it was like September 15th I think so it was like pretty moderately timed some people have gone before some people after but it wasn't, like, too – I didn't, like, have well, – I wasn't in the process for too long just because when I knew what I wanted, I didn't want to just keep doing that because it, it gets yeah. a little – so, like, once I knew, I was just, like – You were, okay, like, this like, is it. We're done. I'm yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I can't even imagine, like, 
what that would be like to like get a million like calls and texts and be like okay we all want you and you're like I don't even know what I want like (laughs) (laughs) and I like I didn't think like everyone like my parents would be asking me like you know what's your top like list of colleges I was like I have no idea until I actually started talking to them and I was able to like get more information from them because like at first I didn't just want to like like I researched some of the schools I knew I was like interested in but like I wasn't just gonna go on like an internet like whole like just like researching for hours because like obviously and just keep going like for forever so it was just like a lot but it like once I was able to start to you know tell some coaches that like I wasn't interested and like you know just talk to my top like six to seven I feel like when that then it like got a lot less stressful and I was like more comfortable with the coaches because I'd like talked to them before so it wasn't as nerve-wracking yeah yeah it's crazy that like you basically had to like decide where you want to go to college like before your junior year even starts because like I was not looking at colleges until like halfway through my junior year (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's like because it's like since my sister went through I mean I think like that I'm so lucky that she has gone through like of course her recruiting process was different because of the role and everything but she has gone through like the same thing and she was going d1 she's going to University of Tennessee so like just having someone that like I knew like I just like that was always like the normal for me like her committing early yeah and she was going early so like when I talked to like some of my friends who like aren't going to college and they're like yeah like we're just not even I was like oh my gosh like like that's just so different because yeah. like I'm so used to just what my older sister did so that was like all I pretty much knew until you know I talked to them about there after like I committed and everything yeah it's it's crazy and I do like I help with like recruiting for like my school soccer team and like the like I'm emailing people and I'm like 2026 like that's not like that's not a year like that someone's gonna graduate high school like it's so weird it it's such a crazy process and so I always like it's always so interesting to hear it from like your guys's end of it and just like what it's like for you I didn't know that like there was that June 15th rule when they could reach out that's crazy mm-hmm. yeah it's it's wild because like my younger sister she is she's one year like a, a year and a half younger than okay. me so she's plays soccer like it's a whole family thing really it, it runs in the fam now <laughs> yeah so she is about to go through her like june 15th thing and like it's like because she has like nothing right now and i just know like as soon as that date hits it's just gonna like yeah and, and there's just nothing you can do about like you just gotta like get over that hump and then like everything smooths yeah. out so you said that you knew like when you did your visit to to Duke that like that was it for you like what specific well what like yeah I guess like what specifically like stood out to you that like some of the other schools like you went to like didn't was it just like the feeling or was it like facilities stuff like that um so I knew like overall wise I knew I wanted to not go too far from home and I knew that I didn't want a huge school and those were like the two things that I went into all of it like starting out like those are the two things like that were set in stone and so of course Duke fell under those you know um like requirements and so then I went and I was talking to Robbie the coach a lot and he was just like the sweetest person ever and it was like he was so easy to talk to and same with the whole coaching staff like everyone I just felt like very you know welcome there and yeah they a lot with the team 
which helped me like see the team culture and like how everyone interacted and I was like in the locker room before some of uh before the game that they had while I was there so, and like I just got like a really good like feel of you know what it's like to actually be a student there because they like split my I split my time really well in terms of like them letting me be with the team and then me talking to the coaches and so when I saw like how good the team culture was that was like a major boost for me because that yeah. was like super like important things super high on my list and then of course like the academic side of it I knew I I, I didn't want like a school that was like one of the only a- athletic schools but then the academics just aren't like up to par and yeah. of course like for Duke that's not the case and that is have, definitely like, not the case <laughs> yeah they have like very high standards for their you know academics and for their athletes and I think like that's something that I can strive in because they like hold all of their athletes to a really high standard but they don't just like say you need to do this and like you're on your own you like have yeah. to figure it like they're they have a lot of things like in place to help and tutors and everything like that and then like you said the facilities were so nice the weight room the fields like I just loved the campus like in general and I feel like those were like my main points for like why I loved it that's so awesome do you know like what you're like planning to study like what you're leaning towards Mm -hmm. I think I'm leaning towards like uh majoring in like marketing or psychology some range and that's just what I have like as of now so we'll see if it changes before I go there or not it's I so many of my friends have like they came in and they were like I'm gonna do this and since then they've changed their major like three times added a minor added another like it changes Mm -hmm. (laughs) just it's wacky (laughs) (laughs) but okay so you're gonna be like Duke's next soccer star obviously um and then you recently were called up to play with the Jamaica women's national team so kind of what was that like what was that process like yeah it was honestly really quick so I went to my first camp with the Jamaican national team in January which was just like a smaller camp there was no games it was just like training and some scrimmages it was like for five days okay and after that they were like okay like and it was in Florida so like it was very like domestic very like you know normal crazy and then they told us they were like I think 10 days after that camp they told us they would announce the roster for the Australia camp and I like had close to no expectations because I was just like like this was my first camp I'm yeah. a lot and everyone like you know there's just like I just like, it's like I'll just go out there like do my best but I have like nothing to lose really mm-hmm. so I went in with like that mentality which helped a lot with my nerves and then they told me that I was getting called into the Australia camp and I was like oh my gosh like I <laughs> okay I, don't have- I was like <laughs> Because it was my first time, like, leaving the country. Like, it was just a lot of firsts. And so it was, like, oh, not overwhelming. It was just, like, I didn't really think I processed it until, like, after yeah. the fact. Before then, I was just, like, doing everything that they told me I needed to do. And so I, like, was able to talk to a lot. I didn't know a lot of the players because most of them were coming from, like, Europe England like everywhere and then for the uh, January camp it was just like people close to Florida okay so I like had there's a lot of new faces like I had to learn everyone's name so it was like very different very new 
but like everyone was so sweet and like everyone treated me like just amazing and so welcoming and like I didn't feel like excluded at all which I was like a little nervous going into it because they all like knew each other and everything like that and then for the soccer side like we had I mean a few trainings the trainings weren't terribly hard because we had you know games and I played in two I played in the Czech Republic game and the Australia game and it was like surreal (laughs) I can that's probably so that probably was like such a cool moment to be like whoa like I'm doing this like they told me I was going in at half for the Czech Republic game and I was like oh my goodness like I was I was just like shocked and I was literally starting to just like walk on the field during at the end of halftime because like that's what I do for club and they're like no no like you have to wait and like they like put my number up and everything and it just felt like not real I was just not that's like so cool didn't know like at all like what to expect and it was just like so much fun and then for the Australia game it was the same I mean it was like so many stands since I mean not so many so many people in the stands because uh we were playing Australia so there was like yeah. of course we cheering for our team but like they were cheering and it was just like loud and like the environment was just like so different than any like you know place I've played in before and it was just so much fun that's so cool I'm I'm like so excited for you like just hearing you talk about it that just makes me so excited thank you um was that something that like you like kind of like dreamed of or you were like I'm going to do this one day or was it just like you know you know what I'm saying (laughs) yeah it was kind of both because my older shit I didn't like think about it and then my older sister was in um the Jamaican like she was playing for the team and that's when it kind of like became like oh like this is a possibility yeah and from then it was like okay like you know I hope like I can you know make it that far that's so cool so you know all this soccer stuff to now what are you like I guess, like, what are your, like, dreams for, like, where you want, like, your soccer career to go? Like, do you, what's the future look like for you? (laughs) Well, I want to, of course, you know, do good at Duke and, you know, everything like that. And then from there, I'm hoping to go pro. I haven't decided yet if I want to go overseas or if I want to try to play in the NWSL and enter the draft there. But I want to go pro and, like, basically just play there for as long as I can just see what see what happens with that (laughs) my body just doesn't let me do it anymore pretty much that's awesome I think oh my gosh who was I talking to recently I was talking to someone and oh I was I did like a piece for an interview that I'm like writing right now and one of the things that she was saying was just like talking about how like she never took like she took soccer seriously but not in like the way that it was like oh my gosh like I need to do so good every single time because she just was like I just want to have fun and I feel like that's such a good mentality to have especially if you want to like play for like ever right exactly because like if you get two like that's something that I've honestly been working on a lot because especially recently like as I've gotten older and like I tend to put a lot of pressure on myself and like you know just over like critique myself and like there's just like a balance between like you know of course you want to critique yourself and you know figure out what you're doing wrong so you can get better but you also don't want it to be like too much where it's like mentally draining and then that just makes sport not fun anymore 
And so that's something like I've been working on a lot because like, like you said, like you can't, you can't go that far in it. You can't do it for forever if it's just not fun for you anymore. Like you're just going to be miserable playing. Yeah. So like finding the balance. And I think that's something high school honestly helped a lot with me since high school is such a carefree, like you just, you know, you're just playing. Yeah. And like, like, does it really matter? (laughs) Exactly. Like, (laughs) high school is just like it's like a set step back from club and everything and like you're with your friends so everything is like you're just having fun and playing and that's like really helps to just you know balance it out a little bit more yeah is it hard to like balance being a junior in high school which is literally like the worst year of high school (laughs) on top of like playing high school and club soccer and traveling and now like you were just in Australia for like a week right it was like a weekish was it longer mm-hmm. than that okay so like is it hard to balance like school and that like classwork when you're doing all these other things it's I'm I've gotten pretty used to it in terms of uh just club soccer or like high school soccer and like you know trying to manage my time as best as I can and then for traveling, it's, like, obviously a bit harder because I'm just missing a lot of school yeah. and a lot of work. But I talked to all my teachers before that, and they've all, like, been just so amazing about it. And, like, they either either give me the work before, or like, you know, just go over it with me and make sure I'm caught back up. So it has been hard to, like, catch back up since I've gotten back um, from Australia. But, like, prior to that, it's – I think I'm – I don't think it's too hard to – balance everything but of course like like you said this year is definitely the hardest out of all junior the prior- years like the worst year of high school yeah. like just work-wise because everyone's like taking all your like APs and you have to take like your SAT and everything and it's like I don't have time for this <laughs> yeah it's a lot and like it really tests you know your time management skills oh, for sure it's something I mean of course I still you know can get better at but I don't think it's too overwhelming or too much for me yeah I definitely learned junior year that I do not have good time management that's for (laughs) sure definitely it was at least at least you're like fully back in school like Mm -hmm. there's no more virtual school that's not a thing I junior year was when my junior year of high school was when like COVID happened and we went online and I was like taking like my AP like my AP gov exam like online and I was like no <laughs> yeah the virtual was literally just a mess like yeah that was that was, that was definitely something mm-hmm. gosh yeah I do not want to go back to that ever no I had to take like I was in eighth grade when that like half like when it first hit and then yeah. like my ninth grade year was virtual too and we had to take like like you said the I had to take like my AP human geography exam online and it was just like so long and just like all the the same it was just blank and I was just like struggling so much and like all of our other classes he would literally like show us a video of what we needed to learn and then he'd like be like all right guys like you can go now it was was so bad there were days where I'd be like in class and I'd be like I'm hungry and so I would take my laptop like fully to my kitchen and like turn my camera off and just start like making food like I was not learning an ounce of information (laughs) that so many times and I would just tell myself like I can multitask and task and I can just listen to it as I'm you know making 
cakes, which I did way too many times. And then I'd like end it and I'd just be like, I have no idea. Like, what did we just learn? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the best was one time in gym class, which we had to do on Zoom. He'd make us do like, he'd be like, okay, guys, we're going to do like this ab exercise. And like, we'd watch a video of it and he'd be like, do it and like sit up when you're done. And I'd be like, okay, I'll lay on the floor for 30 seconds and then sit up and tell you that I just did 15 crunches. Like, (laughs) RP was hard. She like made us record ourselves working out so she would like and for some reason she was not the biggest fan of me so she would like critique my push-up form she'd be like like, your elbows need to bend at 90 degrees not 85 yeah like your face needs to be all the way pointed up so I and I was like I'm so sorry so everyone was just like in their pajamas basically like doing jumping jacks on the camera (laughs) that's so bad I don't know why why gym class still needed to happen when we were online they could very easily been like you guys are good we're fine (laughs) oh gosh well I have some some rapid fire questions which are very hit or miss on if they're actually rapid fire they're just fun questions I feel like I need to like rename rename that part to just like (laughs) silly little questions um before we wrap up so Okay, what's your favorite travel snack? Um, goldfish. Like regular goldfish or like, do you have a flavor preference? I like the regular or the pretzel. Okay. okay. Um, what is the best place that you've traveled during soccer? Australia. <laughs> I, I was like, I wrote that one down and I was like, that's definitely going to be the answer. But <laughs> do you have a favorite place that you've traveled like? domestically um probably california for nationals that's fun okay what is your favorite like genre of food is genre the right word cuisine oh okay (laughs) um i think italian because pasta i just cannot live without can't go wrong with a bowl of pasta exactly okay what is like your like pump up song like if you have to put on a song right before you're gonna like step out on the field um I like family ties okay and drink bar I feel like yeah that's a good that's like the right energy to like get you going mm-hmm, exactly all right and then are you like an early morning person or do you like like late nights I I honestly switch up sometimes I feel like I'm early morning person all of the school year which okay. I guess is like ideal and yeah. then during summer I don't know how my sleep schedule just just completely it just does it like a 180 <laughs> exactly and I'm just like I can like stay up for forever but like during school year I'm definitely out by like 9 45 oh I wish <laughs> it's also I will blame my roommates like my roommates are up really late so then in turn I'm like well I can't go to sleep because then I'm gonna have FOMO like I need to stay up because what okay. if they talk about something important yeah that makes sense that makes sense yeah college definitely definitely does something to your sleep schedule that's for <laughs> sure uh okay and then if you watch the NWSL who like what what team are you like that would be my team mm. oh this is a hard one I think I like Chicago Red Stars I think I like that team that's a good one their stadium is pretty solid. I went there for about 
30 hours <laughs> when Gotham was in the semifinal. So oh, that was, it was cool. a trip. Yeah. Trip. Was- <laughs> Very long trip. I took a bus eight hours to Chicago. Do not recommend. Wow. It was it was a moment, but <laughs> we're past that. I will not be taking a bus to another soccer stadium. I will be driving. <laughs> At least you can say you've done it, you know? Yeah. It was check off the bucket list. Exactly. Okay, and then this one might be hard. I don't know. But who is like your soccer inspiration? Mm, oh, that one is hard. I I will do a female and a male. I'll do for okay. female. I will say I like Mallory Swanson. Okay. She's like, a, and then male, probably Pele. I think I'd say Pele. Oh my gosh, Mallory has been on like a different level this year. Like she's been insane. It's actually and like I was watching like it was I think it was like a TikTok edit of her, and it was talking about how she like that one period like when she came you know made her like debut in, yeah. with the U.S. Team. and then like for a long period of time she like just was not you know being called into anything and like was like off the roster and then she came back and she's been doing just she's on so- a revenge tour yeah like she's going, like it's so like it just blows me away every time like everything she's been scoring so much I think she's like scored in the like, like seven like like goals in the last like seven games or something like that yeah it's insane she she lived in atlanta so i like one of me and my friends trained with her and that's so cool and she was just so nice like it was just so cool like to you know be literally training with someone who was like that amazing (laughs) just like admiring on tv all the time and then i'm just like training with her which is just like crazy but it was so much fun that's so cool like how cool would it be if you like if like you got called up right and you guys played like the U.S. like would that be like one of those moments that would be like I don't even know what to do right now yeah I like (laughs) not even know how to like move I just like I'd be in shock like the whole time that would be so cool though it would be so cool well I'm so glad we got to talk and I'm so excited that I like to have you on um because now when you're like this big soccer star I could be like <laughs> I interviewed her first guys <laughs> <laughs> um but really I'm so excited and I can't wait to cheer you on when you're at Duke even though I normally only root for Ohio State I'll make an exception for you thank you so- Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Mickey Mike's Up. I hope that you enjoyed it, and I'm very excited for all of you to get to know Soleil a little bit more and to follow her as her career starts at Duke and with the Jamaican Women's National Team. Um, As always, make sure to follow me on the socials. So my Twitter is Mickey underscore Alfano. My Instagram is Mickey.Alfano. And make sure to follow Women's Sports Exchange on everything at WSportsXchange. Have a great week, and I will see you in two weeks.